Conversations on Economic Opportunity, produced by Ann Arbor Spark. Ann Arbor Spark is a public private academic partnership that's creating economic activity and prosperity in the Ann Arbor region. Innovative businesses and leaders are what make Ann Arbor a destination for startups and growing global businesses. By sharing their stories, they share what makes this region stand out for the exceptional schools, abundant parks, amazing community services that all contribute to our quality of life. Conversations on economic opportunity are a way to spotlight those who are helping this region thrive. Joining me today is Doug Rothwell, President and CEO of Business Leaders for Michigan. Doug also chairs the Michigan Economic Development Corporation and the American Center for Mobility. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you, Paul. Doug, you know, one of the things we always like to do with the podcast is, is make sure the audience knows the person that we're talking to um, in, in, a, in a more... In a more expansive way than perhaps just I saw your name in the, in the cranes or something like that. So tell us a little bit about um, how you, uh, what your career has been like, where you've worked, and how you got uh, to be the head of Business Leaders for Michigan. Well, I, I came to Michigan about 25 years ago. I was recruited from Delaware where I was chief of staff to the governor by then Governor John Engler, uh, and he wanted me to help uh, create what became the Michigan Economic Development Corporation. And I did that for 10 years. Mm -hmm. It was a Fantastic experience, great job, uh, but you know, came to an end at the end of his term, and uh, was then offered an opportunity to go to General Motors and head up their worldwide real estate operation, which was fascinating. But it was a, uh, a sensitive time, you know, in General Motors history because you know they were having a lot of financial issues, and uh, so you couldn't quite do the things that you'd like to do in a job like this uh, in the at that time. Mm -hmm. And so the CEOs that I got to know through MEDC recruited me again to say, would you come and uh, take over what was then Detroit Renaissance, which was a regional CEO roundtable, and help us maybe take this thing statewide. And so uh, I did that, and I've been in this job now for 13 years, which is hard to believe, and uh, having a great time at it. So tell us a little bit more about BLM itself. So what its mission is, what are the kinds of things you've been working on, in terms of its agenda? Sure. Well, Business Leaders for Michigan, we call it a business roundtable. It's basically made up of the most senior executives of the largest companies in the state. And its whole reason for existence is to make Michigan stronger. So we have a goal specifically of making Michigan a top 10 state. Uh, the way we do that is we, first of all, identify through data where do we stack up compared to other states uh, to take the emotion out of the discussion. Uh, we then develop strategies based on best practices that other states are deploying. Uh, we then try to build the political support that are needed for the policy changes that are necessary. And uh, so it's really, it's all about trying to be kind of that, that economic rudder, if you will, during um, political seasons where you, you know, elections take you one way or the other. That's not good for business. It's not good for folks like you that are trying to recruit and grow businesses. We try to be the rudder to say, let's make sure we stay on a consistent path to, for growth, uh, regardless of who's in office. Right, because one of the things that businesses always say to us is, is that consistency of, of the policy direction is, is something they need because they're making decisions that aren't just about tomorrow. They're making a decision if they're going to make an investment in our community, and we'll talk about one in a little while, that, that are, are going to affect that company's future for a decade or more. Well, I think, you know, one of the weaknesses of Michigan has been our, I call it consistent inconsistency, which is, you know, some years we're for recruiting businesses, other years we're not. We're just for keeping who we got. Uh, some years we want to have strong education standards, then we want to water them down. Um, you know, we have 
uh, want to be competitive on taxes, and then we don't. And, and those things just give fuel to mm -hmm. other states and businesses to look at Michigan and say, well, why would I want to come there? I don't even know what things are going to be like year to year. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, as you said, business likes to know what the future is because they're making big capital bets on it. And uh, we do ourselves harm by being inconsistent. Well, recently, one of your uh, colleagues at BLM, Tim Souden, came in and talked to our board uh, about uh, the plan for a stronger Michigan that BLM has authored. Uh, can you summarize kind of what are the, the key findings and, and, and how we are comparing to other states and what the priorities are that we're identifying in the plan? Yeah, well the, well, the good news is, I mean, we were flat on our back about eight years ago, and now we're at least in the middle of the pack uh, among the other states. If you look at the things that we think matter most, uh, employment, incomes, and uh, per capita income, GDP, things like that, but that's still average, right? I mean, you still could be a heck of a lot better. And so the three areas that we think, you know, Michigan really needs to focus on are, first of all, you gotta continue to be competitive. You, you, we've made a lot of progress in this area over the last seven or eight years through good fiscal practices, the tax reform that the Snyder administration put in place. Let's not go backwards. Second though, is we need to invest in things that are gonna enable future growth. Uh, we've had fits and starts on that, quite frankly. Uh, talent and infrastructure are the two big areas. Uh, infrastructure, we've kind of you know done a half-baked job with uh, using general fund money that should be used for other things, for roads. Uh, and talent is, you know, again, we've, we've made college less affordable in Michigan. We have done some good things on skills training, but you know, not so good on K-12 education. So mixed picture. And then the third area is you got to recognize you've got some assets that other folks don't. So the work you and I are doing to grow the mobility industry, we do that here, we wouldn't do it in North Dakota, but there's others. Uh, the Gordie Howe Bridge is gonna be built, let's make a play in logistics to take advantage of that. Uh, those are the kind of things that we think are gonna move Michigan from average to top 10. And it's, I think it's important also that we, we think about what the competitive landscape is. And I think one of the recent successes that you spearheaded was the Good Jobs for Michigan plan. Yep. We've already benefited uh, with a major project announcement. Uh, I think we're the second in that, that that's happened. I think it was one on the western part of the state. Uh, the project that I'm referring to is uh, KLA 10 Core, that is a company in Silicon Valley that is going to open a 500-person R&D facility here. Seeing the assets we had, but for us to be competitive, and we knew uh, from uh, the, the recruitment process, we were actually competing with Toronto. So we were actually not only competing yeah. against another state, we were competing against another country. And so having some tools in the toolbox to be competitive is very important. Right, and I mean the reality is most of your job growth is gonna come from the companies already here mm -hmm. and helping them grow, and that's what your bread and butter is, right. Paul, is doing that, but at the same time, for a state like Michigan that's trying to play catch up, you, you need to bring in some new investment. Mm -hmm. And the project you've recruited is absolutely exactly what that program was meant to do. It's not meant for everybody. It's meant to really hook those uh, big fish that are out there that frankly weren't giving Michigan a look in the past uh, because we didn't have the tools. Well, and what it speaks to is this company is a company that makes hardware that helps chip makers bake better chips. And they are, again, to your comment earlier about how we play on our assets, they want to be here because of the growing mobility space that is a lot about chips and hardware, right. but also the fact that, as you know, uh, in terms of the United States, the second largest concentration of IT talent uh, next to Silicon Valley is here. So they looked at those two assets, but said, oh, well, maybe we could go 
to Canada and get the same kinds of things. And, and so this gave us a competitive edge. So uh, let's talk about mobility a little bit. You, you're the board chair of the American Center for Mobility. I'm also on that board. Um, how do you see mobility, and specifically ACM, as a differentiator for Michigan from other regions? Well, I think that, you know, you said it earlier. I mean, we, I think, are the established epicenter of the automotive industry, but it's, it's up in the air whether we're going to be the epicenter of the mobility industry or not. Right now, I'd say that we've got the advantage over a lot of other places, but not a huge advantage uh, because California and other places around the world have got some unique assets. So building that center, essentially a validation and testing facility, mm -hmm. uh, really gives, I think, Michigan a facility not unlike the EPA lab here in Ann Arbor where you've got to have your car certified that it can go on the road and meet the environmental and pollution standards. Well, I think eventually America's going to have to require that for these autonomous and connected vehicles. Uh, you can't afford it to just be the Wild West and put the car out there and hope for the best. So I think it's a huge advantage for us and a huge advantage specifically for this region, which is that it makes natural sense for it to be located here. Well, as we, as we close out our conversation today, one of the things that would be interested to get your perspective on is we talked we talk about ACM, M-Cities, those kinds of things in the mobility space. What other things that you, and you're looking at the entire state, what are, what are the, the, the things that here in, in the Ann Arbor region that we can contribute to uh, that success you're looking for with the, the Stronger Michigan Plan? Well, a couple areas specifically are is that we know we need more engineering talent. Uh, and it's going to be a, a demand globally uh, for where we're going with technology. And yet, uh, we're really kind of at capacity right now in terms of our educational programs to put through the, the talent we need in engineering. Mm -hmm. So I think a, a, an opportunity might be to figure out a way to expand those programs through a partnership uh, of the universities mm -hmm. and the state. Uh, we tried that a couple of years ago. We got bollocked up in, in political discussions, mm -hmm. but I think we ought to revisit that, and that's an opportunity uh, for particularly mm -hmm. Ann Arbor, mm -hmm. to play a leadership role. And then the other one we mentioned a few minutes ago is logistics. Mm -hmm. I, I think that for areas, uh, especially in eastern Washtenaw County and Ypsilanti and mm -hmm. areas like that, Willow Run Airport, mm -hmm. uh, I, I think there's a real opportunity with this Gordy Howe Bridge and the a new rail tunnel that's going to be built yeah. in Detroit uh, to take advantage of. Yeah, I think that's right. I think that the one thing that uh, is is a ray of good news out of Washington is um, this new program that they have identified called Opportunity Zones, and they're really a, an effort to try to unlock uh, capital to invest in areas like eastern Washtenaw County and western Wayne. Right. And like you said, one of the key plays there for us in terms of what is now rebranded was the NAFTA corridor uh, is that logistics play. So that's something that we, we are paying a lot of attention well, to. Well, and it's a nice adjacent industry to mobility. I mean, it kind of fits really well, too. A lot of the same skills and uh, infrastructure you would need uh, really serve both. Mm -hmm. Very good. Well, Doug, thanks for coming in today. Really appreciate it. We know how busy you are. Um, and uh, we, we look forward to continuing to partner with you on lots of good things to happen here in the region and also in the state. Thanks, Paul, for all the work you do. Thank you. So more information about Ann Arbor Spark, you can find us on the web at annarborusa.org and also on Facebook, Twitter, and LinkedIn. For more information about BLM, visit businessleadersformichigan.com. Thank you for listening to Conversations on Economic Opportunity. We hope you'll like and share the content you heard today. For additional podcasts and information about Spark, visit annarborusa.org.